That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday, buddy. Happy Saturday to you and everybody out there. That's it. It's a wonderful Saturday. Last one of the month, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, February's gone. You know, this is, is it leap year. We got 29 days this month. Yeah, it's leap year. We're going to celebrate leap year. I don't know why, but we're going to celebrate it. It's great. Well, extra day in the month. Why not? At least it's not extra day in January. Because January's already got five extra days, it feels like. Five extra weeks. But, yeah, it's leap year. So, uh, happy happy leap year. Is that even a thing? Like, like, do you say, like, happy leap year? Is that okay? I guess. I, I don't know. Can... I know people that's only about 12 years old. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's good and bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's bad when you're young, that's, but oh, great when you're old. <laughs> that's just being bad as born on Christmas Day. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But anyway, all about home construction here on WATA. Again, thanks to all of you out there listening to us on WATA, as well as the podcast. And um, we actually have some uh, some new listeners in the podcast, Randy, so we appreciate all those listeners out there now, too. Yes, we actually uh, picked up pace a little. It's been a lot of fun reaching out. And, um, yeah, so, so give us a shout-out. Check out the Facebook page. Uh, you can check out All About Home Construction on Facebook. We have the email, allabouthomeconstruction at gmail, if you want to ask some questions there. And uh, for those that do listen on the podcast, you just put comments on the on the notes, show notes. So Yeah, we uh, we try to take care of everybody. Well, it's a lot of fun. That's why we do this. Is uh, I think we have a little fun doing it and, and helping everybody out and passing along some fun information. So, um, you know, it's always it's always a good time. But uh, well, what's been what's been going on in the in the world of construction? I mean, I know we we talk so much, and it seems like the last, I mean, really the last year, everyone has been so booked up. And, and you know, again, just talking to more people this week, and uh, you know, how's how how's business going? And they say the same thing: like they got they got too much almost. It is, and uh, just like we talked we've talked about in the past, everybody's impatient. I want it now. Well, like JG Wentworth, yeah. you want it now. I mean, but that's that, that's what we're at. Like, information's the same way, you know. Like, like, hey, I want to, uh, I want to know about this. What's the weather? And I check it, you know. Boom, it's at my fingertips. And and text messages, you know. Like, I was talking about this with uh, with someone. We were talking, and it's like, you know, when I was a kid, you would call and you know call someone's house, and if they were busy or they they weren't home you left a message when i got home they'd call you back maybe yep. you know and today though it's just like if we don't call what do we, you know if you don't if i call you and you don't answer i'm sending you five texts to check on you or hey buddy i need you you know it, it's people was people it, it's just patience right but it, it's it, we're in a different mindset than we were even 20 years ago especially you know 40 years ago well yeah and they don't have people you know I own a construction company, and I have two phones. I still have my landline, right. and I have my cell phone. So I have people call on cell phone. I have people call on landline. And what they'll do is, is they'll call on my cell phone. If they can't get me, then they'll call on my landline. Yeah. Not thinking that, well, Randy might be talking to somebody on the other phone. Right. And uh, and with all this mess going on, uh, with these fake calls, mm-hmm. spoofers, and yep. stuff like that, and uh, – then you can't leave me a voicemail because my voicemail's full. Right. Yep. And there's no use to check it because all you you have to go all the way through that mess yeah. and click delete just to hear yep. the phone go click. Yep. And uh, 
So, you know, the do not call list has come back out again. Well, it's not working. No. And federal law two weeks ago passed a law that they cannot use computerized voices now. I've heard that, yep. And, uh, you know, my wife got a call one day from my daughter <laughs> and my my daughter's number. And they had spoofed her number to call us on yep. Medicare. Yeah, like, I don't know how they, they do that. Like, you know, because we've gotten local calls that were clearly not local calls. Uh, right. You know, and it's, it, it's, I mean, and it, but it's not just me. It's, you know, my teenagers, too. My, you know, my kids are getting these these calls about insurance, and they're, you know, they're underage. They're not even, you know, Megan's 18, but the rest are younger. And it's like, it, it it's... It's just shame, you know, but, but even like, for instance, our, our email with the, with the uh, podcast and then my, the any business emails, like I'm getting emails and it's like, you know, if you don't respond, you're, we're going to bill you for the, re- for your subscription and stuff like that, where they're just trying to suck money out of you, you know, scam you out of money, making you think that you've bought something or not bought something. Yep. And uh, I've gotten pretend invoices on my emails, you know, of, of something that supposedly I bought and. I have a past due balance on, and um, no, it's all scams, you know, and and that's it, you just gotta. I don't know. I didn't mean to get on scams after. That, that's all right. People not being if, patient. If, but, if you have to wait over three seconds for somebody to say hello, yeah, most time it's a scam phone call. Yep, yep, and um, and yeah. then they talk over you too, right? Yeah, you're, you know, as you're saying, well, it's not me, or I'm not interested. They they don't they don't care. They're talking right over you to keep to keep the conversation going, right? And I can't block the number, mm-hmm. and uh, because I have people call from Texas, I've had right. Texas, Minnesota, sure, Ohio, you know, that actually live in this don't live in this community, but they own homes in this community, right. and uh, so you you just can't block every number that comes in because you'd be cutting your own throat. Right. Yeah. I mean that that's it. And anyway, uh, <laughs> got any more to say about that, Terry? Yeah, don't call me. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk to me, talk to me. Call me and talk. But don't call me and ask me for money. I'll, but if you want to call and give me money, it's okay. Well, wait till you get a little older. Nobody wants to give me money. They want to take money. Then uh, the Medicare people will call. Yeah. And uh, in today's society, I thought we was going to save a tree <laughs> instead of kill a tree. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> well that's you know it's it's fun it, it's it's fun when you have the time to mess with the scammers yes and, it is and, and and we could probably do a fun show if i had a way to record it on the spot i mean well, i had one yesterday on printer ink <laughs> and after about 10 minutes she just finally hung up the yep. phone well i was telling you off the air my daughter megan got a call and um, a scam, trying something about health insurance, and I happened to be in the car with her and took the phone from her, and I, I'm going on this lady, for, you know, for about five ten minutes. I think it was like seven minutes on, on the phone, where I was like, "How'd you get my daughter's number?" And I'm just going back and forth, uh, just just to to mess with her and argue. I figure I had the five minutes of time waiting on the kids to get out of uh, out of track practice, and I figured that was one less person she was calling, you know. And uh, I had a little fun with it. I'm not gonna lie. Just uh, you know, just going back and forth. And um, I'm a really nice guy, but if you're trying to scam someone out of money, then you're just a thief. And I'm not so nice to thieves. That's so, that's a fact. 
There we go. Anyway, all about home construction. Let's get back into it right after these messages. Thanks for listening to us. Happy Saturday. That's right, all about home construction here on WATA. And again, give us a call, 828-262-1567. We'll put you right on the air, but let's get into the uh, the main topic today, Randy. And, you know, we, we've touched on some uh, some products related to this in the past, but, it, again, the, the, the construction industry over the last decade has really changed in terms of what products are available. Um, you know, there, there's all sorts of new products, and sometimes newer is better. Not always new is newer and better. Um, but you know, again, just just new products that that I think overall, at least on the surface, is a is a great choice. Well, it it is it, as we alluded to in the past. It it changes continuously. Somebody's trying to come out with a new idea, and as you said, not all products last, even though they. They go through the strict test right. of minus 30 to 120 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, and they try to judge them how long they'll last. And, and uh, they try to get products 25 years is what they right. figure on these tests. Now, if you look at First Citizens Bank, that product on their roof is supposed to be a 40-year roof. Okay. And the, the test that they run it through said it would last. Well, the paint's not lasting on it. Right. Okay. And it and somebody had a great idea about it because that is a recycled car bumpers, the plastic bumpers. Okay. They were able to melt them down and make shingles out That's of cool. it. Well, you know, some of those products like that is is really neat. I mean, you know, back twenty years ago it was the recycled plastic uh, you know, milk jugs that's now deckings. Um and well, some I know. actually talked to the guy that invented that. That's cool. And that, that was invented in seventy six. Okay. That's cool. I've always thought if you um, and I don't. I mean, uh, this go, goes back to what you were talking about earlier about farming. You know, when you have horses, a lot of people have they make those like plastic rubberized fence posts. Yep. I've always thought, how can you uh, effectively? How can you melt down car tires? Not with the, you know, take the steel out and then melt them down and make fence posts out of them. 
I don't know. I mean, that would to me like that. But surely, that's there's like, yeah. Out like, there there's got to be a way to to turn a, to melt those down and turn them into a, a you know sup like fence posts. But um, but anyway, I, you know, it's what, to me wood wood will never go away. At least I hope wood never goes away um, because I think there's something about it that that's just I like. It's good. It obviously works. But more and more, we're starting to get different resources. You know, it's, and and is wood renewable, right? Like that that's the debate. And you can regrow a forest, but it also takes a lot of time to regrow. Uh, you know, and so more and more we're starting to get these synthetic, if you will, these these man-made products. Um and we, and we see that everywhere, right? We're we're seeing, you know, uh, trim work that's PVC now, you know, and things like that. Well, uh, I try to stay away from that. But right. There's, there's times you have to use it. And uh and if it's painted real good, installed correctly, then you can't tell the right. big difference from wood. Right. Um, but, you know, one thing that we've talked a lot about her is is the materials. You know, we, we've had a couple shows recently about decks and stuff. And, and that's where, you know, we're really we, – we were talking about the tape and things like that recently and, um, you know, how you can sort of beef up, if you will, and, and, and make the wood – decks last longer with pressure treated but more and more with these issues with pressure treated we're starting to see new systems come out that are that are not wood correct and uh uh i was telling terry in 2002 we built a house in cove creek that was probably the first steel deck in residential construction in the state of north carolina that's cool and uh we didn't have any problems with it i like it went together excellent and uh the biggest problem we had with it at the time period that I didn't like is we used five-quarter decking on it. Okay. Because the steel heated up faster than the decking did, it actually caused the wood itself to start pulling away from the joints. Makes sense, yeah. And uh, and that was probably the first time in treated lumber that we really started to see boards shrink in length. Right. You know, we never did really see a board shrink in right. length. Right, and—, and, and- Ideally, wood doesn't shrink in length, right? But now you now you see it more and more in these decks, yeah. and uh, but now that they've taken the arsenic out of it, what's going to stop it from being eaten? Because now I'm seeing boar bees getting yep. into it, treated yep. decking. Yep. Well, that that's it, and you know, so when it comes to the framing itself, though. There's a lot of new products out there that's now like it's gaining popularity nationwide, right? Yeah. Um, for decks, well, and housing. We've talked before about framing and the, and the housing side of things too. But but decks in particular, there's quite a bit of advantages over traditional wood. Well, yes, there is because with your steel, like with steel, at that time period, if we wanted to build a deck twenty foot wide. Right free span we could do that with steel mm-hmm. you know if we did it in treated lumber we'd have to use tube of 12 set on 12 foot centers right right so now we've taken a wooden deck and made it extremely heavy because the steel deck is a third lighter than than wood so okay so that that's one thing i was thinking about like as i before i actually see pictures of this you know like when i go back to thinking you know that 20 years ago before these new systems came out to build a steel deck, if I said, go, Randy, can you build me a steel deck? It's a lot of like, you're going to get a large I-beam. You're going to get, 
you know, these, these heavy duty metals. Um, it's, it's a little more lightweight metal now than, than what we would have been 20, 50 years ago. Correct. And, uh, uh the floor joists on that house was 16 gauge material. And what, I, what we're looking at today is we're looking at a company called Fortress Building Products. We're actually looking at two companies. And, uh, the other one is Versadex system. Yeah. Versadex came out, or first time we got introduced to it was 2001 at the International Home Show right. in Atlanta. And it, at that time, it was aluminum decking. Mm-hmm. So with the aluminum decking on treated lumber, because treated treated lumber has copper in it, you definitely have to have joist tape. Because uh, now it's, it's interacting, yeah. And uh, on it to keep it, for, like you said, interactive. But the, the steel floor joists that we used was engineered by Dietrich, okay? So they were like a C, you know, like a metal building C in the right. wall, an 80-inch C. But the Dietrich had holes in it every four foot. Okay. For wires, like, plumbing, oh, okay. or anything. Okay? I, I was thinking condensation was where my mind went, but yeah. And, uh, but it was only galvanized. Right. Well, the new Fortress system now is, is a matte black floor joist but it is a continuous channel it's a two inch and a half wide six inches deep right okay and so there's no painting to it i mean you can change colors if you cut it you just cut it spray your edge of your paint right excuse me spray the edge of the steel with it and uh now it's now it's covered up i guess i hadn't gone as far as look is it rust-oleum or that you use on right. it, but they say you have to paint it. Well, so looking at this Versadec product, there's, what, eight different colors. A cherry brown. There's a couple browns, light brown. I ain't found the... And the, it goes... Yeah, it goes to red. There's like a light slate and then a darker slate. Um, so, you know, there, there's eight eight uh, colors. And, and it's common colors, neutral colors, if you will. You know, it's not going to stand out, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It'll, it'll blend in really nice. Um but it's you know again that's that's aluminum and so you have to worry about mixing anything like you said with with aluminum that's that's copper the fortress is aluminum too uh fortress is not it's no steel. fortress is steel no, versadec and versadec is aluminum. aluminum i'm sorry system. yeah and uh and but you know copper copper and aluminum uh it's it's cool science right like the the molecules um I don't know, just, it, it corrodes. December, yeah, like, like water. Water causes the two to interact and corrode. I guess is, is sort of the short of that. I'm not. I'm not a real scientist. I just play one. On. But you know, people got away from bridging, right? Okay. Now in the steel product, you got to put bridging in, and they also allow you to span further cantilever than they uh, a wood 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 is allowed. Well, that's what I was thinking. Is like. So let's think of this, you know, let, let's put it in practical terms of here in the mountains. As we build here in the mountains, it seems to me that you're going to have less, you know, footers, less p- posts because you can expand larger or longer, rather. Correct. And another thing, too, is back when we built the, the, the house in 2002, we didn't have any steel posts to go to the okay. ground. Okay. And uh, so we had to use treated posts. Right. And that's all we had, but because it was G90 on the galvanized, then that didn't bother with the copper that's in it. Okay. Because ga- copper and galvanized can touch. Right. Okay. Right. 
And but everything has to be put together with a screw, not a nail. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have a head of a screw showing somewhere. Even with these new decking systems that kind of have the hidden fasteners. Well, no, we're talking about floor joists now. Okay, so you're talking about the joists itself. Yeah, but but with the hidden fasteners, see, you wouldn't see it. But then you'd have to, you couldn't use a standard fastener because it's not a metal. Because it's not. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't think about that. And. uh I know a lot of people out there has quick drives. Mm-hmm. Well, quick drive, you know, I had the rep come out and say, well, our screws will go through your sheeting and go into your steel joist. Right. No, it didn't. So we had to go to a PAM gun system mm-hmm. that a lot of people's getting so they buy. And they have screws, Fasten Master owns them now, which they have screws for every application. Right. What, well, here's some. Here's a question that I that I was thinking about is, when it comes to these, you know, when it comes to housing, it's we, we're you know manufactured houses today, modular, whatever name you want to put on it, right? We, we've talked about superior walls, things like that, are built. They're made in a factory, so the factory setting, so you know dimensions are already pre-done, if you will. As, as things start to come out and these decking systems become more popular, I can really see where just like you can buy a house on Amazon, you can buy a deck on Amazon. You know, like that's got to be coming where, you know, okay, I'm going to order this 8x10 deck and it's going to come on a pallet and I just put it together. Correct. Um, well, you know, Lowe's, used, Lowe's Sears. Sears yep. was the first manufacturer mm-hmm. to sell you a house in yeah. a kit. Yeah. Then uh, now we built a couple of Lowe's homes when I was, you know, sixteen mm-hmm. years old. Lowe's kid homes, not a bad home. I mean, they supplied everything. Yeah. It was a whole kit. Uh, there was there's other companies out there I can't remember, and they do the same thing and they even finance them for right. You. But on these steel joists, you can get them from twelve foot. The minimum length is twelve foot. The maximum length is twenty foot, and it is only six inches. Okay. Okay. All right. But they have you can use a uh they have the pre manufactured beams. They come in eight foot lengths all the way up to twenty foot lengths. Okay. Eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty. So if you got a two by six deck, that's all you got. So and you know that that two by six deck can't span twenty foot, so you've got to put an intermediate beam underneath it. Yep. So you've already got your beam design. Mm-hmm. So you build your deck to the preset lengths that they have. And do do drop down beam go over top that way you're saving a uh, a fitting right or not a fitting but you're a hanger yep because if you want to break it in between the beams then you got to put a specialty hanger that screws on the side right so now it gets into the point that well you can't you can't bolt your beam all the way down because you got or your post all the way down because you got to roll your beam just to get them in yeah to fit them in but once it goes all together it can never expand out well see that's what i like is it's it's going to be a lot more stable right um, you know it's not it wood moves as we alluded to and um especially here in the mountains where we have such extreme temperatures you know it's it's no big deal i mean to go from even today right we're going to go from in the 30s to in the 60s temperatures are going to double we we, we have spring days where you know, we wake up and there's frost in the afternoon. We're working in t-shirts, you know, yeah. and then we have these cloudy, foggy days that the that the fog rolls through and then burns off in the morning. And now it's hot in the middle of the summer, you know. So we have such weird extremes that 
it, it plays havoc on materials. And so to me, it makes sense that something like steel and aluminum both are going to be a little more stable and a little more uh, resistant, I guess you would say. Um, you know, it's not it's not going to crack. It's not going to it's not going to get out of level. Um, it, it just kind of makes sense. Well, you wouldn't believe how many houses we've gone to over the years that in the last 20 years that the boat's been turned down on a treated mm-hmm. lumber where somebody didn't pay any attention to what they's doing. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It looks good when I nail it in. <laughs> what? Well, I could show you some pictures of it. Oh, what are you talking it. about? It doesn't matter. Come on, Terry. Thanks for listening to us.
That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there, both on WATA and on the podcast, all about home construction. Talking about still uh, framing in particular on decking. And, you know, one advantage is we've talked about the durability and, you know, the, being dimensionally stable. Um, but it, it, it's not going to, ha- your insects are not going mi- to get into it. Fire isn't going to affect it. Is, and, um, you know, things like that. So it, it, it's, to me, has a lot of advantages. Um, but the, to, I guess the biggest disadvantage really is just going to be the price, right? Yeah. Now, it is quite expensive. And that's what I was sitting here doing yeah. was the cost. And, uh, well, like the wall angle, okay, or the part that goes against your house. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's about $11.50 a linear foot run, okay? okay? Now, that doesn't include the screws and stuff. Right. And uh, let's say that you want to use the 20-foot material and uh, – tube of sixes and do your drop down girder your girder's gonna cost you twenty two dollars a linear foot right and uh so let's see here if i can find a floor choice well if what about code though like the the when it comes to sort of how you put it on like let's say i'm building a house and i can't decide if i'm going to go steel or wood for the deck Am I going to do anything different to sort of attach the deck to the house? I mean, the construction of the house itself is not going to change, right? No, it's not. You're still going to, now. You have to follow manufacturer specifications, right? Okay, so you what you're going to have to do is uh, uh, you're going to have to get a manual or a book and read about it before you even start because it will tell you your spans, all your hardware that you have to have. Like, there's actually bridging in this. Right. Steel bridging is different than wood bridging because, you know, uh, steel bridging will go underneath the floor joists mm-hmm. where wood bridging goes in between right. the framing. Okay? And the reason for bridging is is bridging stiffens up the length that you have. Okay. So when it deflects, it, it takes that... Let's say you're standing on one floor joist and you got two pieces mm-hmm. of bridge, and now it changes it from one floor joist to three floor joists. It spreads out the, right. the, the weight, okay? Right. And uh, so. Well, I, I guess my biggest question on that was steel has got to be heavier than wood. And so the. Actually, it's not. Uh, you, okay, would it be lighter? It's lighter. Okay. Uh, to give you an idea, uh, to build a regular house. You, you cut down 60 trees to build one house, mm-hmm. okay? Well, you can build a steel house out of about 12 cars. Uh, okay. Okay. That's fair. And uh, so well, that, there's, I, a, big, yeah, there's I just, a big difference in it. I just assumed that the steel would be heavier, and that, that's what I was wondering. Like, I mean, obviously the footers, you know, if that was the case, the footers had to be different. But I was just curious, like, pulling against the house. But, okay. No, it's all lighter. But, okay. That's good. That's good. And uh, so now... If you can do the floor joists, if you can afford the floor joists and stuff, go with the synthetic decking, then you should have a decking that should be able to last you 50, 60 years. Right. In theory. In, in theory, in yeah. In theory. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. No, that make that makes sense then. Okay. Okay. Um, I, 
as we start to look at you know natural disasters, earthquakes, floods, uh, six foot snowdrifts, you know things like that, I would imagine that because it's weather, more weather stable, that it's going to be a little more durable and, and things like that as well. Well, I went. I got to go back to the steel house I built in, in Cove Creek about fifteen years after I built it, and I said, "What do you think about the house?" And uh, they said, "We've never been in a house built as strong as this one." Nice. The biggest complaint we ever had, always had about a steel house was a housewife couldn't put screws into the studs to hang their curtains. I remember you said that, yeah. And uh, yeah. so uh, we actually started putting wooden blocks in the walls yeah, so they can hit their curtains anywhere, you know, because some women like closed curtain rods, yeah. some women like wide curtain rods. and But from, two, uh, I guess, 2000, 2002, see, when we first started, mm-hmm. We had to put wooden bucks in around the windows and doors. Right. So we could nail our trim and stuff to it naturally. By the time we got to the second house, I owned all the tools to shoot the trim directly to steel. <laughs> nice. And uh and I had a guy come up and said, It can't be stronger than wood and I said, Well, okay. So I, I nailed on two pieces of tongue and groove with a a finish nail, steel finish mm-hmm. nail, and I said, Now hang on that right there. And he couldn't pull it off the right. wall. That's cool. So, but the biggest problem about steel, as far as a home itself, you have to be able to block the thermal. So that's a huge thing, right? Because metal is going to get hotter and colder faster. You know, it's, right. it, the way it conducts heat. So even though I'm seeing, you know, we watched, we both watched the video on it. I still think that there needs to be a product that goes against your house fan that will stop the thermal from your steel to your wood band right okay or your not band but your plywood that's on the band well and maybe this is getting a little more like detail oriented but what about you know like the the winter it snows or you know we we get ice seems to me that the steel would tend to like hold that snow and ice longer i mean it's going to the way it conducts heat, right? Wouldn't it? Uh, I don't know. Wouldn't it sort of be colder? I guess you'd say to walk on. Wouldn't be no colder than what the outside yeah. temperature. Is. Well, it's I'm like I'm just thinking like would this... it, it wouldn't be brittle. Yeah, I, I was just trying to figure out like would would snow sit on it longer? Would it make I any would, difference? I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So yeah, okay, okay. You're. I mean, I'm just thinking like bridges ice before roads. Well, the only reason they ice because they're off the ground. Yeah, and then deck to be off the ground regardless. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. You got me on that one. Got you, you, your science took over there. Sorry. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, not. Well, but it wouldn't okay, be no, okay. It wouldn't be no different than water sitting on treated lumber. I'm going to go down this rabbit hole a minute because what if I wanted a fancy deck that I had some kind of uh, radiant heat? Right, I put some kind of heat underneath it. So it'd be warm in the winter. Well, why you want to heat the atmosphere? I want to heat my deck so I can sit outside and enjoy my, you know, my little fire and not be cold on a cold, snowy day. Well, just put your chimney out there. Get out of the hot tub, <laughs> you know, and, and get out of my hot tub, and and my feet won't get cold walking back in the house. You'll be all right, Terry. Yeah. Well, we both know that I ain't gonna do either one of those things. At a hundred, at a hundred and three <laughs> degrees, you know, you got three minutes to hit hit the door. 
Uh, you know, uh, my, my brother's hot tub's 100 foot from the house, <laughs> and he keeps his about 140 okay. degrees. And he said, there ain't nothing better than running butt naked <laughs> through two foot of snow trying to get back in the house. <laughs> I believe it. Well, uh, you know, if you knew where he'd live, you wouldn't have to yeah. worry about it because there ain't nobody around him. Yeah. But, you know, that. okay, so since we talked about hot tubs, though, I would imagine that uh, it's going to be a beefier deck, you know. If I if I put a if I was planning on putting a hot tub in it, still an, an aluminum decking may be a better way to go. Well, right there, you said a statement that anywhere in North Carolina, before you put a hot tub on your deck, you must have it engineered, mm-hmm. which costs money. But how many people don't? Because more times than not. Hot tubs are put in after, right? They're they're years down the road. Oh, I want to put a hot tub in. Well, actually, the hot tub main companies now that sell them yep. will tell you whether your deck will be able to hold the load or okay. not. Okay. Okay. Because a uh, hot tub, you figure fifteen pound or fifteen pounds a gallon. So average. Oh, hot- because you're adding the. Ta- I was like, water is only eight gallons. Eight. It pa- is, but, but you're adding material. The Tub itself. The tub itself. That's so, that's right. and uh, you know now they got radios, waterfalls, right? You know, so it just depends on what they want. And, all right, there's a big difference between a two person hot tub and an eight person hot tub. Of course. So yeah. that all that engineering yeah. comes to effect. Okay. And uh, so, now, I looked at a deck here a few years ago, and uh, they did not have it engineered. But the hot tub was only a four-person hot tub, and the deck was only 10-foot wide. But the four-person hot tub actually had about a half-inch deflection out in the middle of the floor joist because of the weight of it. Yeah. And it actually sat on top of the house band mm. against the house, or against the right. house. Okay. So that's the reason you have to have your hot tubs yeah, in there. I love watching those, um, you know, scrolling through and seeing these pictures of hot tubs and decks falling sideways. Pretty scary, but it's like, oh, come on. Some some of them you look at, you're like, that. no wonder it fell, you know. Well, the life you save might be your own. Right, and, and, and that's the serious part of it, right, uh, is usually because when – and when you're thinking about, uh, you know, stuff like hot tubs, it's not just the weight of the tub and the water. It's the weight of a person sitting in that tub and water, right. you know. Uh, and, and so you're adding a couple hundred pounds right there, you know, and, and – yeah, it's it, it, it's it's kind of scary, but I, I just it makes sense to me that a metal decking would would um, just be a little more durable, a little stronger on that that side. It probably will, but they even a piece of steel has its limitations. Yeah. Well, there you go, there you go. Um, well, where is the steel coming from, right? You know, I mean, it's is it or how much of it's recycled materials? Most of it probably is recycled materials. I mean, I read something somewhere that was uh, nation. This is like metal in general, uh, so I don't. I, I don't know if I'm going to assume it because of that. It would apply to this, but um, what is it like? Ninety percent of all uh, structural steel is recycled, but I don't know if that talking like commercial, residential, or both. You know, I mean, I, I suspect it's more commercial the way I read that because. Uh, you know, it was just talking about like North America, 90% of the steel is recycled, structural steel is recycled. Well, it, it probably is. And uh, 
But your strongest, and they say that recycled steel is stronger than manufactured steel because you've got the impurities out of it twice. And uh, but we don't mind like we used to. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, and because of our EPA and our presidencies that we had, and the, and then the public's opinion of not in my backyard. You know, and that's the reason they call Pennsylvania the Rust Belt. Right. You know, you got all those factories setting up there. And, you know, uh, there was a an iron ore mine in Minnesota. And not talking politics, but it took eight years for them to reopen after the Obama administration right. shut the mine down. Yeah. And it was an open pit mine. Mm-hmm. Now, I have, I see the problem with coal mines open pit mines, any kind of mine, and the biggest problem is water. Mm-hmm. How do you filtrate that water to get back out right. into it? Because right. I have seen the Cuyahoga River, and a lot of you don't know what it is, but it's the only river in the United States that's burned, what, three times. Right. And I seen it when I was a kid that said no open matches, <laughs> cigarettes, or wow. lighters. And and that's it crazy. was nasty. Well, and you know, and that's it. And, and the new thing now, right, is lithium. I mean, because we're, we're, you know, here in the, even in North Carolina, we're starting to get this debate of, of lithium. Uh, should we mine it? Should we not? Uh, or because, you know, we've, we found some, but. Um, well, do you want to drive electric cars? They're all over. Well, they, you've got to have I mean, lithium. Yeah. And, uh, but believe it or not, a lot of our steel and a lot of our aluminum come out of Canada. Mm-hmm. They don't have the population we have. Right. So they they have their open pit mines where they mine, and and a lot of those mines are out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Speaking of lithium, you ready for this new rabbit hole? Yep. Uh, I was reading a thing that uh, for recycled batteries, lithium batteries, there's a company that's uh, started to use urine. And so they're collecting urine. You can sell your urine to this company. So somehow they use it in the process of recycling this. Ammonia. I guess. That's just kind of cool. There's a random tidbit on the Saturday morning. Well, it, it, does yeah. it mean heavy drinkers have higher? Ooh, now we can, yeah, now we're, you know what? I'm going to leave that science to you. No, nope, I'll pass.
That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. Thanks for listening to us and uh, talking a little bit about uh, metal frame decking or metal decking frames. So we actually had a comment while we were on break. A hot tub's 125 pounds a square foot on your deck with a 40-pound That's that's the rated. Okay. And... New steel and recycled steel are the same strength, just different cost of manufacture. Okay. That makes sense. So, see, there's people out there listening and to We us. do appreciate every one of them. So, there you go. That's what the that's what communication's for. Reach out. Tell us your comments. It, it It's nice to get, uh, you know, live information like that. It's cool. Yes, it is. Well, it, you know, and... and I, to me, I like the idea that it's it's a recycled product. I mean, uh, it, it makes total sense because it's metal's an easy thing in, in terms of recycling. Metal's an easy thing to recycle because uh, you're, you're not changing a lot. You're a lot of times you're changing the form, but it's not like you're changing plastic into you know the plastic bottles. There's different types of plastic, and and then you you got to make you got to bond it all together. I it just I don't know. I've not been in a recycling plant for either. It just makes sense to me that re- that metal would be easier to recycle. Well, you know, uh, 60 Minutes had a thing on recycling lithium. Yeah. And it's just like a miniature car crusher. Mm-hmm. And they were taking drill batteries, uh, Tesla batteries, Every, yeah. Toyota, and they all went through the same machine. And that machine was able to pick out the different parts of it. Right. And and put in a recycle bin some. About 99% of it was recyclable. Mm-hmm. Well, in the last few minutes here, as we talk about the, the deck framing, when we go in the, in the past shows, we've talked about framing houses out of steel. Is it essentially the same pieces that's just now used as decking, or are they, do they, are they shaped different? Are they, now, are they made is, different? Now, this is a square channel. Right. Now, when we frame uh, steel frame homes, we use a C channel. Okay. And uh, the the C channel was so the insulation could go in it. Mm-hmm. Now with this deck system, there's no insulation in it. Right. And where where the from what I can gather, looking at the picture, and the way it's joined together. See, now we've always talked about condensation mm-hmm. in steel. So even though it's screwed together, there is still points of entry for moisture to get le- leach out. Sure. Okay. Sure. So that that is stop at where in treated wood. The moisture's never really gone, okay? And and like that picture I showed you where the dry rot was starting on the top of it. And so it was pretty wild on that deck that we did down in Caldwell. Only about a third of the floor joists were rotted, and the others were fine. Mm-hmm. So we replaced them, but we went ahead and taped them all so we could secure them, you know, make sure they wouldn't rot anymore or continue yeah. to rot. So ideally, if, if, if money wasn't an issue, we're not worried about budget right here, if if you were to put this deck this frame in, what would what would Randy use as the as the decking itself? I'd use uh, the Trex, something Trex. similar, synthetic. Yeah. Uh, Trex now Trex now has gone from thirty, forty to fifty years, mm-hmm. and they have a price difference on each one. The only thing I think I would do that they're not showing on putting the synthetic decking on the steel is I would still tape it. Uh, right, and the reason I would tape it is not for condensation, but to hold down the noise of you walking across the decking. Yep. And uh, because that's one thing I did notice on our first deck we built, it was a little noisy walking across. Sure. So I guess as we think about the ultimate house now, I can add from my, 
my uh, ICF house with metal roof, and now I'm going to add a metal deck with with synthetic decking. Well, indestructible house. You know, getting closer uh, and closer. Uh, I read a magazine, which I got this out of a magazine today for today was uh, Metal Construction News. Right. But on the ICF house, Texas built the first house rated for 250-mile-an-hour winds. Makes sense, man. Total ICF, walls, roof, and everything. So we're going to get ICFs, and you're going to build me a a metal deck and uh, put that metal roof on it and bring on any hurricane. That way your youngest child can die (laughs) in it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us all about home construction. We do appreciate all of our listeners out there, uh, both on WATA and the podcast. Shoot us a message. Let me know what you think, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it a whole lot. Randy, I suppose we'll talk to you next week. Bye.